Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. The following program was previously broadcast. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Lion's Den University Report. It is our privilege and pleasure to travel the country and to meet uh, followers of Jesus Christ who are involved in our university setting. And one of the subjects, uh, for those who listen regularly, are aware that we deal with uh, quite extensively is origins. And we find uh, that the college student that goes off uh, from a family where they perhaps have been going to church and have some sort of uh, Christian faith, uh, that one of the issues that uh, shakes their faith the most is origins. Are we evolved uh, by you know, random natural processes over billions of years, uh, or are we a special, specially designed creation of a loving God who designed things in the great complexity and order that we see around us? And one of the uh, leaders in the intelligent design movement is my guest for this broadcast and our next uh, week's broadcast as well, Dr. Michael Behe, author of the uh, now uh, popular a book and, and uh, well-publicized book, Darwin's Black Box, as well as uh, he's uh, finished another book and working on a third, I believe. And uh, Mike, uh, welcome to our microphones. Thanks very much, Glenn. Glad to be with you. Okay, and uh, we've done this a few times, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, okay. We're pros. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've uh, followed your career and, uh, and your work, and as well as uh, you being gracious to meet with us for the radio program a number of times over the years. We're coming up on uh, finishing 16 years of uh, wow, radio. Wow, wow, so, that's great. And Congratulations. We, we both have lots of gray hair now. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving along. Well, and, at least you have hair. <laughs> okay. I have less of it. <laughs> right. Uh, mm -hmm. That's uh, one of my friends used to joke about himself. He said, the uh, the wave is gone, all that's left is the beach. So. <laughs> but yeah. uh, you've been a stalwart yeah. in the intelligent design uh, mm -hmm. discussion and debate and one of the leaders in the intelligent design movement. And uh, actually, you just got back, I understand, from an activity at the Discovery Institute. Mm -hmm. And maybe for listeners who are not familiar with that, you could describe what the Discovery Institute is and what you were doing uh, there. Well, the Discovery Institute is a think tank uh, based in Seattle, uh, Washington, and they have a number of activities, but uh, the one that I'm involved in is that they have a, uh, a center for science and culture in which they uh, promote the intelligent design and most especially the academic freedom to be able to discuss the evidence of where it points. Does it point to... Uh, evolution by random mutation and selection and Darwinism, as many people think, or does it point to purposeful design, as I and many people at Discovery uh, think? And uh, I was up there recently. Every summer, they sponsor a seminar where they have uh, 50 or so young uh, people, mostly uh, college students or graduate students or postdocs, come up uh, and they hear about intelligent design from uh, the folks who have written about it, including myself and uh, Steve Meyer and uh, Jay Richards and Guillermo Gonzalez and, and uh, a, a number of other folks. And so they are essentially <laughs> trying to, to raise the second generation of, of uh, folks to go out and, and uh, advocate for this. 
Right, and uh, of course it is, uh, should we say, an unpopular viewpoint, and the uh, one of your latest uh, uh, involvement has been in producing a DVD, a movie, uh, particularly about uh, your life even, uh, called Revolutionary. And to think of uh, someone who talks about how there's a designer behind uh, what we see around us, the physical world shows the evidence of a designer, uh, would seem to be not very revolutionary maybe 50 yeah. to 100 years ago, yeah. <laughs> but, but now yeah. it, it's the headline for the film about your right. life and experience yeah. and it's transition. Kind of like saying, oh, look, the sky is blue, and that's that's revolutionary. <laughs> but unfortunately, these days, especially in academia, I mean, if you leave academia, you know, these views are uh, you know, run-of-the-mill, but in academia... Uh, to say that you think that the world or history or something was designed or guided or uh, anything of that nature uh, is, uh, well, heresy. (laughs) And uh, and still a majority, a vast majority of people say they believe in God, Uh although that number may be decreasing as uh, the scientific community, uh, you know, circles the wagons and tries to even attack uh, religion. But the, the title of the, the DVD, the subtitle is Revolutionary, Michael Behe and the Mystery of Molecular Machines. And so you've been uh, on the forefront of challenging this, and uh, yet you're here at a secular university, Lehigh University. And uh, it's revolutionary, though, because I, I imagine uh, here, I think I saw in the directory, uh, 22 faculty in the biology department here, among which uh, you're a member. Mm-hmm. And uh, any others that are uh, intelligent design proponents or believers, well, do you think? Or? Not in biology, or, or if they are, they haven't told me about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But there are other folks in other departments in the school who are supporters, uh, but they pretty much keep quiet. <laughs> right, okay. And so just that gives a flavor, you know, yeah. of what, what it's like, and probably yeah. even in the region, in universities, especially in the biology field. Sure. If, few if, and far between. If, if you look at Lehigh's biology department website, they have there a statement dissociating themselves from my views on intelligent design, essentially saying there's only one crazy person in this department and, you know, don't don't blame his views on us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so even your own uh, department is uh, looks askance at what you're doing, and that wasn't yes. always the case, was it? It was more mm-hmm. after the uh, Dover court case where right. you testified. Yeah, I, I wrote a book, Dar- Darwin's Black Box, which you mentioned, in 1996 it was published, and after it came out, you know, people, especially around here, were kind of curious and, you know, thought it was interesting. And they thought it was cool that it was reviewed in the New York Times and was getting publicity and so on. But, you know, they kind of shrugged it off. They weren't too uh, worried about it. But then in the mid-2000s, 2005, there was this trial uh, at Dover, uh, of the Dover School District, because they wanted to mention intelligent design in a classroom or mention that there was a book in the library. It's really <laughs> small potatoes, but uh, 
but the Presenting thing is, an alternate view to evolution. Yeah, and, right, exactly. And you could look it up. Yeah. <laughs> in our <laughs> they life. weren't even going to push it in the class. Yeah, okay, right. Right. So if you're curious, yeah. you know, yeah. there's something yeah, out there. Yeah. yeah. And it was in the news, so, you know, there's good reason for a student to have access to resources about it. But anyway, the long and the short is that there was a federal trial and they ruled against us, and there was a whole lot of publicity, too. Uh, people came from you know England and from all around the world just to attend the trial oh here was a modern day scopes trial and right. and, and so on and uh, that uh, that wasn't good for Lehigh because Lehigh was being tarnished as this you know uh, essentially a Bible college or something and my okay. my, <laughs> my colleagues actually they the students going out looking for jobs, I'm told were uh, harassed because they came from right? this place where this crazy guy was was at. So, yeah. and here we are. We're in Pennsylvania, a, a yeah. well-established, uh, long-time university yeah, with yeah. great credentials, and yet yeah, uh, well, you know you do something like this, and that's yeah. why you're considered a revolutionary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> making yeah. some waves. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's, I, again, like it's like saying the sky is blue, but um, yeah, if people have been taught for you know a hundred years that the sky is orange, then then it's uh, it's revolutionary to say it's blue. Right. Okay, and, and all the way back, uh, you know, when uh, David wrote the Psalms, Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. Yes, and, and it even talks about how it has speech. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, in other words, the uh, the beauty and majesty of the universe speaks of a, a designer. Yes, yes, it's it's really curious, but yeah, all throughout history. Uh, Everybody, you know, the more highly educated, the more you knew about the universe, the more you saw the design in it. Uh, and that uh, started to change before Darwin with uh, the, uh, the uh, Renaissance and, and uh, uh, intellectual developments in, in Europe. But with Darwin's theory, it really started to uh, pick up steam that, oh, we can explain everything. And what people don't really realize is that Darwin proposed that maybe this could, his ideas could explain things. But it wasn't for a century and, and much further that we have been able to actually test whether in fact his, his theory can explain. And in my humble opinion, as I've written in books and, uh, and the evidence I find continues to show more strongly is that it it can explain a few you know a few little things in biology but it certainly can't explain the great complexity and diversity of biology that that we have discovered right and uh, when darwin wrote the book it was a cell was a, a clump of uh, goo or jello or protoplasm, something yeah. protoplasm right? <laughs> whatever and, uh, that was now uh, describe the complexity of a cell today as well we, as we understand it well uh, most people know that the cells are the information in the cells contained in dna uh, the three billion nucleotides in human dna and the, the nucleotides are like text they're like letters lined up in a an encyclopedia and they describe uh, materials that the cell needs to make and use and uh, most prominently they make 
things called proteins. Uh, most people think of proteins as something you eat, uh, <laughs> but they're actually machines. And I'm, I'm not saying this you know, figuratively. They are machines in the cell that they, uh, different proteins act as different machines. There are ones that can detect light like f um, f diodes, photodiodes, and there are ones that can act as motors and are ones that act as chemical factories and uh, DNA itself is controlled by proteins that act as switches that turn genes on when they're needed and turn them off when they're not. You know, some genes only need to work at a very short time during you know the development uh, of a, of a, of a, an organism of, uh, during you know the first few hours or so of its development and then have to be switched off or else there's disaster um, the uh, the uh, one that kind of has become the poster child of intelligent design is something called the bacterial flagellum and right. perhaps many listeners have seen it but it's really an outboard motor that bacteria use to swim and you know it's a, it's a real outboard motor it's got this propeller and it's got a motor and it's got clamps to hold it onto the bacterial membrane and uh, it spins at 100,000 RPM and um, if you look at an image of it, uh, I show people everywhere I speak. Right. <laughs> Every, you know, you can look at it. That's a machine. You know, yes, it's it's, sure. it's designed. And what about forty different functioning parts? Uh, yeah, that's parts. correct. Yeah, okay. uh, forty different proteins, each one of which is pretty complex in its own right. So, um, uh, so I make the case that that's designed, and nobody has yet been able to. Uh, to show how a random process, even one that has natural selection to back it up, could have produced anything, you know, uh, within light years of, of that. Right. Well, let's pick this up again on our second uh, okay. broadcast. And uh, my guest, Michael Behe, uh, Dr. Michael Behe here at Lehigh University, an author of Darwin's Black Box and a new film, Revolutionary, Michael Behe and the Mystery of Molecular Machines. And uh, we're happy to have you on the program and we'll continue in our next broadcast. You have been listening to the Lion's Den University Report. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lion's Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844 or email ltcldur at yahoo.com.